Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Immediately podcast with Mike Campbell. Thank you so much for listening. This is where I have conversations with people who are living life on their own terms. We dive into those big moments that have pushed them through the fears and self-limiting beliefs that hold so many of us back. But before we get stuck into today's episode, Awareness to Grow 2018 is just around the corner on February 16. I will be speaking at this event with five other international speakers or motivational thought leaders in their respective fields. It will be a fun-filled day that will help you look at your world from a new perspective and inspire you to want to experience and achieve so much more. Either as an individual or as a member of a team uniting to reach a common goal in 2018. It is hosted by Bernie Garrett and Foundation Leadership. And this live personal development seminar will not only develop your self-education, but propel you to reach your life goals. As you are part of the Live Immediately community, I have a discount code that you can use. I will include it in the show notes of this episode and also at the events page at liveimmediately.com. I personally can't wait to learn and grow on the day, and I really do hope to see you there too. Now on to my guest today, and I am so excited to welcome back Canna Campbell to the podcast. It was way back in episode two that I spoke to Canna about minimalism and money. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I will link to it in the show notes as well. Canna is a financial planner and has been running her business for over 11 years. And she is also the wonderful woman behind Sugar Mama TV with millions of views across her YouTube channel. The reason Canna connects with so many people from all over the world is that she simplifies all things finance. She understands the goal is lifestyle and she helps people to improve their own financial well-being. In this episode, we discuss the importance of setting financial goals and educating yourself about money, building passive income, Canna's brilliant $1,000 project, and her new sugar budget app that helps you stay on top of your money. We also talk about all things motherhood, the struggle to juggle motherhood and business, the learnt skill of distraction when dealing with kids, the disaster of trying to multitask motherhood and work, and the importance of being present and slowing down. Like always, Canna delivers so much in this episode, but I do want to flag that everything Canna and I discuss is not intended to be personal financial advice. By all means, learn from our discussion, go away and research the parts that interest you, but please seek your own personal financial advice before acting upon anything. I hope you enjoy, like I always do, my conversation with Canna Campbell. Hi, Kenna. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am super well. And I, it's so good to have you back because the last time we spoke for the podcast was way back in the early days on episode two. So thanks for coming back <laughs> on. And, what episode are you up to now? Oh, what are we up to? We're in the 60s somewhere. I think we're, I think we're heading fantastic. into... Yeah. So it's been... Um, 
you know, going on for uh, over over a couple of years, like, uh, you know, obviously live immediately um, in the podcast for, yeah, about a, a year and a half, I think. So um, welcome back. You, you, you wanna, you, you, you're, you're a wonderful <laughs> alumni, but um, I, I will link to the episode in the show notes at liveimmediately.com for anyone that hasn't listened to that episode yet. Um, and, and, and if you haven't, I really do kind of, advise that you should because Kanna and I were talking about minimalism and money, financial well-being, and simply why Kanna is at the top of her game and reinventing all the rules when it comes to financial well-being and all that kind of stuff. But for those that might not have listened to that episode already, Kanna, or for the people that don't know that much about you, um, could you give everyone a bit of a background to Kanna Campbell? Sure. Uh, so I'm a financial planner, um, and, um, I run my own business, which I've been running for almost 11 years now. And I, um, about two and a half, almost, almost three years ago now, I started up a YouTube channel called Sugar Mama TV. And it was a bit of a hobby because I, I really wanted to, um, I realized there was a huge gap, <laughs> big black dark hole of financial knowledge and understanding on a really, really basic level. And it made me sort of stop and realize, like, where did I get my financial education? And I got it from my parents. But finance, you know, we go to school and, you know, some of us go to university or college and they don't even teach us how to look after our own money. They teach us how to run a company, how to um, do a profit and loss statement, a balance sheet. No one teaches you, like, how to prioritize your cash flow, how you should set financial goals, how you should save up for things. Like, no one teaches this. So, so many people get themselves into such a mess and it is so much uh, like such a toxic influence in people's lives and it's just a few small things to understand and do makes such a profound difference and you really feel the benefits and you can live you know life on a much happier and more fulfilling um and with with i guess more integrity and consciousness and that's what i'm all about so the youtube channel i launched was off the back of that passion and then obviously other things have stemmed from it which have been really exciting and um I, and essentially, that's that's who I am. I'm a single mother with a, a little boy, Rocco, who's four and a half, and two dogs. And Sugar Mama is, is now a business in itself. And and what I, I love about you, Kanna, is, is that you do break down the complex things so people can understand them. And, and you kind of touched on this because I feel that your drive isn't about being kind of money hungry or simply grabbing as much money as you can. Like, would it be fair to say that you're, you're about kind of educating people to be money wise and to kind of really help them develop that lifestyle that you spoke about? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, even when I pick up the financial review, I read it and I'm like, gosh, they could just say this in such a simplistic way you know it's quite intimidating and and to be honest it's sometimes really quite dry and boring and they could go straight to the point and get it you know clear so people go oh okay wow all right I understand that I need to know about this or that um and also you know when it comes to money like it's such a personal thing like you've really got to understand what your relationship is with money what it means to you and how it helps you so that you can use that to navigate through your making your own financial decisions and we come into this world with nothing and we leave with nothing we but we have a responsibility in that time to you know, lead by example to be wise and sensible not create additional unnecessary stress for ourselves and also to give back you know i'm really big on giving to charity you know when you when you can learn to fill your own pocket you've got to make sure that you take out of that pocket and pass that 
uh, that help on. And it doesn't necessarily need to be financial, but time or sharing knowledge and education yourself is incredibly important. And you talked there about the our relationship with money. So we're we're kind of starting a new year. It's 2018, and if mm. and if people want to be more educated about their money and kind of improve their financial well-being, like this is a a bit of a big question. But what are the key things that we we need to know or we should be doing? Okay. Well. There's there's two elements when it comes to to money and um, there's a, there's an energetic side of money um, which I'm going to be doing focusing a lot of on my YouTube channel in 2018 um, about the flow of money and, and understanding and respecting it because if you fear money or you're greedy with money you repel it but then there's also the practical side with money and this is what I've already done a lot of content on um, and that is like think th- simple things like having some financial goals so many people you know will get through the first like 15 years of their working career and not have ever had a single financial goal. Just having something that you aspire to gives you immediately a sense of direction and purpose. So that would be, you know, the, the number one step. The next thing is, is to educate yourself. Find out how, how is the best way of achieving goal, that goal? What is the most efficient way of achieving that goal? Spending time to understand your situation and work out, well, okay, this strategy works best for me. You know, constantly feeding your your, your brain and even your soul with the understanding how you know money works and obviously understanding wait what country you're based in what are the loopholes what are the rules and regulations and this then go and do it don't just think about and talk about it put actions behind those words so that you start to see the the progress and you know i really believe that feeling of progress is what spurs on that commitment and dedication and you know, momentum and motivation so that you keep going. You go, oh, wow, I managed to pay off that credit card. I did it. You know, gosh, that feels good. All right, okay, I'm going to move on to the next credit card. Or, you know what, now that I've got no credit card debt, I'm going to see if I can build up some savings. Like, you start to – you raise your bar, but you start to realize, wow, I'm actually really capable of doing this, and it's not that hard. And it's really a really inspiring and empowering place to be in because, you know, you you start to realize what you're – you know, what you could potentially go out and achieve. And so I, I feel like it, it doesn't seem to matter about the amount of money that you make, but more about how you understand money that seems to be important. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, it's that's why I say I really recommend spending time about understanding, you know, your value system around money. And for me, minimalism was such a great thing to, to go through because it, it really grounded me and gave me a, a you know, a, a great sense of reality when it comes to money, but you know, and I have, it's got nothing to do with what you earn. It's what you do with what you earn. Mm. I have seen clients with very humble salaries create amazing financial security and fortune for themselves. I've also seen the exact opposite. I've seen people earning, you know, $400,000 a year, still living paycheck to paycheck. You know, their lifestyles just wow. gone up with the pay rises over the last 20, 30 years and they can't get off it. That, merry-go-round is going really fast and you know to step back in your lifestyle is a lot harder than increasing your lifestyle so and there's some really really bad habits that have formed you know they're hard to break um takes a lot of work and um you know sometimes people get that far they're not willing to do it but when they do it's incredible but it's yeah really money doesn't buy us happiness it buys us the, the the choice to be able to to and the luxury well luxury of choice i should say and also it buys us the time 
Mm. And time is such a huge thing. And, and that's, and that's, you know, really why I wanted to kind of get you back on because I feel with the, the way that you educate people, it is about kind of getting them to understand their money so it can work better for them. But in the, on the flip side of that, it's, it's all about kind of having that choice of, of time, which is, which is a huge important thing to me. Um, but you recently mm. released an app. So firstly, I want to say congratulations on that because that's a, that's a huge effort. <laughs> I feel I felt like such a fraud because I was talking about this app. I'm like, the app's coming, guys. The app's coming, guys. And I'd be like, app team? Why isn't it ready yet? And they're like, oh, we've got one more thing we need to fix. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> go on next week, next week. And <laughs> how was that process for you, done. kind of like developing something in the technical space? I had dreamt up the app years ago. Uh, before I even did Sugar Mama, I had this idea of because I built the the budget template, which you can get for free from subscribing to my website. And I thought, you know, that this, there's a next level of this. And I actually designed it. Um, yeah, you know, I re- remember the exact moment of sitting down, drawing it out, and seeing how it would look like. And then I just kind of parked it because I was like, oh, this is just an idea. Like, who's going to buy it? And then as, as I did Sugar Mama, I was like, actually, I need to pull that app idea out again and, and actually do it. Um, so, you know, I, I spoke to Bill Bad. I was like, do you reckon this is good? And they're like, yeah, that's, and I looked at what was out there because what was out there was really dry and boring and complicated to use. So, um, I, um, you know, consulted with your beautiful wife who did the most amazing illustrations in the app and, um, you know, really made it come to life and personalized it so that it's actually fun and attractive and, you know, you know, you enjoy using it. And um, I worked with a great team. We spent almost nine to 10 months working wow. on it. Um, you know, it was a big investment of mine, but I decided, no, this is this is going to help people. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> the app team were like, kiss this money goodbye because it's not a money-making scheme at mm-hmm. all. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it's it's been really – I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm sure I only know 1% of what I'm supposed to know, but to me, that 1% feels like a lot. And Inga and I have set ourselves up in the app, but for everyone else, could you tell them the idea behind the app? You, I, you've, you kind of touched on it there. It's like loosely based on your, on your budget templates, but how, mm. how can this really help people with their finances? So what makes this app different is it times it, it, it first of all it creates instructions for you so I, it almost spoon feeds you where to put your money and how to separate the money so that you've got money to live off immediately for the month and then you've like stockpiled for future upcoming expenses so that you never need to rely on a credit card so it gives you instructions but the, the most important thing is it reminds you you've got bills coming in mm-hmm. so what I from experience personally and from working with in financial planning for so many years, what tends to happen is we might have a quiet month and we don't have any birthday parties to go to or events or, you know, you know we've just kind of lived a quiet life for a month. And we have all this extra money in our account. And we go, oh, wow, I've got so much money in my account. And then we go, okay, I'm going to go and buy it. But we forget, no, 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 next month we've actually got a massive bill, like our car rego is due or our um, home and contents um, bill is due. So it actually reminds you and you can actually fork you can look into the future and go wow um yeah i can't really go and spend as much money as i thought i could because that's right i've got all these big bills coming in or i've got this financial goal that i'm saving up for that i've you know put in as a priority so it just makes you really aware of where your money is coming and going mm. and um it brings you back into the driving seat um so that you 
don't get caught out and accidentally spend money that you shouldn't have or, or don't really have. And, and I, I will say that when you are setting up um, like your profile in the app, and I, I think the app even says it's, it's probably going to take about 20 minutes to do, which it does. I would really suggest that people kind of bring out some old um, bills and things like that so they know mm. the months that they're, they're coming in and kind of the, the rough kind of figures um, that they will be. Um, Absolutely. I, you know, and was... round everything up as well. Round everything up. So if a bill is $65 a month, just put it in a 70 to be safe. Yeah. And it was, yeah, because it was really fascinating kind of doing all that. And then I felt like I could take this step back and go, okay, well, great. That's kind of what this next month is going to look like. And you can even kind of um, take another step back and look at the quarter and things like that. And it was, um, yeah, it, mm. it, it gave a lot, a lot of clarity around what's, what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And, and also it needs to be regularly updated. Like I, I the other day got a, um, a council bill and I made sure it was in my phone that I just I had my monthly, sorry, my quarterly bill. It was down there that I had paid it that month. So, you know, the more, the more you spend time, you spend looking at it and checking and updating it, the better, the more helpful it's going to be and the more in control and that you're going to see the benefits. You're going to see money build up in your savings account. You're going to see the progression in achieving financial goals. Um, so, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys using it and gets the most value out of it. Yeah, no, it really is. I, I, I do recommend um, people kind of download that. And I will have a link to it in the show notes to liveimmediately.com. But you also kind of, you know, you talk about financial goals and, and you have this really cool initiative that's kind of turned into a bit of a movement. You've been running this for a couple of years now called the $1,000 Project. Can you give yes. everyone a little bit of a, an explanation of what this initiative is? Sure. Um, there were a couple of reasons why I created this challenge was one, because I was sick of people having this complacent attitude of or, or almost giving up um, thinking, Oh, I only earn, you know, X amount of dollars per year. I could never afford to pay off my student debt or I could never afford to pay off my credit cards or, you know, save up for a home or buy a new car. Like they just, and I was like, that's so sad. That's not true. Just because you earn this doesn't mean you can't achieve that. Um, I want people to think outside the square in the way that they earn money um, and the way that they save money. And then the other thing is I wanted to teach people about passive income, explain like the importance of passive income and how that really creates financial security. So if people don't know what I'm talking about, passive income is your money working for you. So I could call it like money that you earn while you sleep at night. So, for example, earning interest off a bank account. You don't physically do anything to earn that interest from the bank account. Um, it's paid to you or earning rent off an investment property or my favorite is earning dividends from shares or stocks that you call in the U.S., so um, I, I wanted that was my big thing for people. And the other thing is, obviously, I wanted people to start looking at the way we spend money. Like, how many times do we go to the ATM or and look and, and you know pull out a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, and then a few days later it's gone. Um, you know, someone said to me, you know, it's, your Sydney's so expensive. You you sneeze and there's fifty dollars. You know, <laughs> it, it's an expensive city. We constantly like drinks here, coffee here, dry cleaning there. Like, um, you know, it's just. It, it quickly um, adds up. And I want people just to go stop and just check in with themselves and go, all right, am I okay with the way I'm spending money? Yep. Okay, great. Continue on ahead. If not, all right, let's have a look. Let's tone a few things down or let's go and look at what you love, value, use and appreciate. So $1,000 project, I've decided I'm going to focus, take one big goal and break it up into bite-sized, mini, manageable and achievable goals. And so I saved um, I wasn't, didn't touch any money for my salary and I didn't touch 
any money um, from my um, savings. And so I set about to find ways to save extra money and to earn extra money over the course of 12 months. And I even shocked myself. I saved and invested $32,000 over 12 months. And And that money was invested into a portfolio of shares. And I blogged and vlogged the whole way through. And people could log in and you see the money where the money was invested. It generated a passive income of $1,700 a year by the end of it. And so I donated out of my own money. I reinvested the dividends because I want the portfolio to keep growing um, to inspire people. But out of my own money, my own savings, I then took $1,700 and gave it to charity. And then round two, um, I had a little bit of a break because I needed to. But then I missed it because it was it actually I, I got so much out of doing the thousand dollar project, um, which I'll talk about in a second. But round two, um, I had about a two month break and got back on it. And then I, I did over 13 months. I saved and invested thirty six thousand. It went straight back into the portfolio that I'd previously built, and the passive income was then three thousand six hundred dollars. So I did the same thing. I took three thousand six hundred out of my own personal savings, and then donated it to a charity in in, in Jakarta. Um, called Pan van der Stur, which is a um, Dutch orphanage um, looking after kids in, in Jakarta, Indonesia. So round three is going to start again in late February. Oh, that's amazing. But with with the $1,000 project, so you had uh, over the 12 months you saved over 30 grand. You didn't, you didn't touch your salary. Where, Correct. where were things, like how were you saving these these chunks of one thousand dollars. What what kind of things were you doing? I did everything. <laughs> okay, so I sold stuff on eBay, like clothes that I didn't wear anymore, um, furniture that I wasn't using. I sold stuff on Gumtree, which is the equivalent of Craigslist. I did market research. Um, I toned down my lifestyle, like instead of going to like for you know, and I don't have an excessively extravagant lifestyle by any means, but for example, instead of going out to dinner, you know, with my girlfriends um, and having to pay for a babysitter and, you know, say a hundred dollars on a meal and a glass of wine, um, you know, I was like, you know what, let's not do that. Why doesn't everyone come over? You bring a salad, you bring some dessert, I'll organize like the food or the pizzas or whatever. Um, and bring all the kids, and we'll have a great Saturday night at my house. And the kids loved it. And so, no babysitting fee, like costs, I don't think it would. And they, I, it was amazing. I am horrified as to how much I saved. Is in like I'm impressed, but horrified thinking. Mm-hmm. It's because I set that goal. That's what made the difference. I, I went, okay, this is what I want to try and do. And I put my head down and bum up and, and did it. And I also did extra things to earn money. So it wasn't just saving. It was, um, you know, I did things like I took on extra projects for work which I would normally not be able to do because of the time. But I said, you know what? No, I will spend Sunday when my son is with his father working on this project. And that enabled me to then be able to pay myself a small bonus for working on the, on the weekends and doing extra jobs. I rented my house out on Airbnb um, and things, just lots of different things. And they're all explained everything. I, every thousand dollars I've explained on my website. And so with, when you have like your, your friends come, come over for dinner instead of going out for dinner and, and you, you're saving money on a, a babysitter, would you then, mm-hmm. um, take the, and I'm making this up the $200 that you might've spent on a babysitter and dinner out and put mm-hmm. that into your $1,000 account somewhere else so you're kind of shifting shifting that money over there so you're you're acknowledging okay i would have saved x amount i'm putting it over there and then once that gets to a thousand dollars you then invest that 
into your portfolio? Correct. Um, so that that was my big thing is I wanted people to be conscious with money. So by perp- intentionally going, you know what, I and I have a budget, like I, I live by a certain, I allow myself a certain amount of money, you know, for example, to do something entertainment on the weekend. So what was the, you know, if I spent, say, say my um, allowance for the weekend was say $100, I spent, um, did something that was a lot cheaper and I saved, say, spent $70, I would put that $30 savings by doing that mm-hmm. into the $1,000 project account. And so I always had a separate savings account nicknamed the $1,000 project and I would put money in there. So I was, and that that's the big thing is because if, say, for example, you and I go to lunch and I say the bill comes as $100 and I say, no, no, I'm getting this. This is my treat. You've technically saved $50. Mm-hmm. But and unless you physically take that $50 out of your account and put it into a separate savings account, I guarantee that $50 will evaporate. You'll spend it on coffees. You'll spend it on, um, you know, petrol. Like it will just go and you won't ever really feel that gift of me mm-hmm. shouting lunch to you. For you so that's what i'm saying like stop acknowledge that show gratitude and then put it into a separate savings account so you can it could be you know treated in a sacred way and then used for your financial benefit further down the track and i guess too like being aware and intentional of that that's that's all part of the education because then you realize you're realizing wow when i when i don't go out and spend that money i i can physically put it into my saving savings account and it feels really good. And this um, to see money, like to see savings building is a different energetic space. So it, it feels fantastic. But also you, you learn a lot about your value systems. Like for me, I love, I, I learned to love being at home and the, you know, the security of being at home and, um, you know, even not like Saturday nights, like I'd spend it curled up on the sofa with my son, like watching, you know, a kid's movie with him, like, you know, there was something really nurturing and bonding about that. Or, or, you know, so going to, we used to have date night, Rocco and I, instead we now cook most of our meals together at home and he loves it. It's mm. just, there's there's so much growth and connection to come from coming back into the home and, and saying no to spending money. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love nice things, but there's something about just getting a balance back. And, and so we've got this $1,000. Do we... If we want to, you know, talk, talking about p- passive income and, and buying shares or whatever, is that something that people can do themselves or do they go through a financial advisor for that? No, um, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's going to be as complicated as you want it to be. Like people, are, like I have Skype consultations with people and they're like, oh, I really want to start investing. What shares do I buy? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't have to buy shares. I mean, first of all, you need to work out shares of are they the right thing for you. But there is... There are so many great exchange traded funds or what my preference is, is listed investment companies where you buy shares in the listed investment companies and your money is diversified for you. So if you are someone who's really busy, finds the idea of picking shares um, stressful, don't you don't have to do it, but you can still invest that way. So going through those options of exchange traded funds, even a managed fund or mutual fund, as you call it in the States, and then um, a listed investment company, that is a great way of quickly building up a diversified portfolio and handing over all that headache. Um, but of course, with everything, you do your, res- do your research beforehand, make sure you understand exactly what you're investing in and that it make it matches your your financial goals. And I, I guess that kind of ties back to what you were saying at the beginning of, of having those financial goals. Like what, yes, you know, what, why are you so doing this? Yeah. Um, well, if you lose your why, you you will, I guarantee you will lose, you will get distracted 
and you'll lose momentum and you'll end up drifting and there'll be another New Year's resolution that wasn't achieved. But when you understand your why and you understand why this time is different, you're, you actually are supercharged mm. to have a much better outcome than previous times. And, and I, I know we're, we're not giving financial advice as such on, on this podcast mm-hmm. here. So this, this next question, it's going to be different for everyone. But like, what are your thoughts when we're putting, like comparing, say, putting additional money into an offset account to bring down our interest rate on our mortgage compared to putting mm-hmm. it into, say, shares that are going to then give a dividend? Oh, it's such a great question. So um, I'm always like, you can have the best of both worlds. So I, um, again, obviously this isn't financial advice and gearing isn't for everyone, but um, I'm in a, I'm in a situation I'm happy to, to, sh- to sh- share what I do as long as we've understand it's on advice. So in Australia, bringing down, having your, paying off your home loan is incredibly important. You are, you will be so much further ahead in life financially if you can make above the minimum mortgage repayments and pay your home loan off quicker. And all you need to do is go to your bank's website, look at the calculators, look at the extra repayment calculator. If you can work out, if you can increase your mortgage repayment, even by a hundred dollars a month, you will be amazed as to how much time you will knock off your home loan and how many tens of thousands of dollars you will save in interest. So prioritizing paying off your home loan by building up that offset account and actually even occasionally transferring money across is really important. But at the same time, you can do this thing called debt recycling, and it's where you use your the security of your own home to then to um, get a loan within the same bank, and you can use that. Say, you know, for example, you borrow fifty thousand dollars against your home, and you go and start that, take that fifty thousand to invest and start building your investment portfolio. So, what you're doing is you're shifting your non-deductible debt into deductible debt. And over time, as your mortgage is coming down as quickly as possible, because you're prioritizing your cash flow that way, and you're just servicing the interest on the the money, the fifty thousand that you borrowed, over time that fifty thousand dollars has ideally, you know, grown in value depending on where you've invested it, and um, and obviously the interest of the the investment loan is tax deductible, so it's, the cost of it's actually even cheaper, and you're you know you've managed to establish earlier in life. Um, you know, passive income streams. And this is a strategy that I talk about on one of my videos. And um, it's something that I personally do in my own finances in, in the way that I build my own personal wealth. Well, I've never heard of debt recycling before. Like I I kind of would, if someone said, Mike, do you know about money? I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'm pretty across a lot of things. I'd never heard of mm-hmm. debt recycling because in a sense, what you're doing there is, as, as you said, pulling money out of mortgage on your, on your house. But since then that is an, in, becomes that 50 grand becomes an investment loan. The, the interest you pay on that, you can then, we're talking in Australia here. Um, you can, mm. you can claim as um, like in a sense, negatively gearing, but it's, it's on a, on a shared loan, not on a house. Yes. A lot of people do this for investment properties, um, but the, the great thing with shares is uh, you don't need to wait until you've got that 20% deposit. You can, you know, and shares, you're not buying like a four or $500,000 asset at a time. You can buy as minimum as $500 worth of shares. So it's a really accessible way of getting into the market, but also, you know, um, being a lot more efficient with your money. And it is a very powerful tool. It's not for everyone because it does involve obviously borrowing to invest, which comes with risks. Um, but it is an it is a, a really efficient strategy, and it it does it it means you're not having to pick one or the other. 
because some people think, oh, well, I've just got to focus on paying off the home loan or focus on investing. It's like, actually, you can do both mm. and you'll get the benefits of doing both. Well, I think I'm definitely going to be searching out your video on debt recycling and I, I will link to that one as, as well because that is that's completely new to me so thank you for that Kanna but cha- changing top mm, changing, changing topics here a little bit and I like you know it's it's quite obvious that financial you know a healthy financial well-being is, is really important to you along with helping other people improve their own financial well-being um, but we've spoken about him a couple of times today little Rocco so being a mother is of most important to you and, and I think a, a lot of the success of, of Sugar Mother is not only from your sound financial advice but also because you include so much about your lifestyle and and the things that you're going through with motherhood and mm. You have this financial advisory arm of your business and everything that you're doing with Sugar Mama TV, the, the app and all your videos and being a single parent, bringing up Rocco. And sometimes as parents, we can, um, we can put on that jacket of guilt whenever we're, we're doing <laughs> things for ourselves or, or when we're not with our kids. But like, how do you, how do you move between everything that you do and, and focus your attention where it's needed because you 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 do so much it's it's amazing um oh there are times i'm in the fetal position going okay enough i can't <laughs> do anymore like i do hit a threshold um and i have to like pick myself up again and um uh, i think for rocco like what i okay i'm a single parent so rocco does have some time with his father and that does give me some time to power through a lot of stuff so like i've got to be fair to that. Um, the other thing is when I'm with Rocco, I really make the time count. You know, it's, it, it's, I, I do have a, a partner. So we, you know, we do a lot of really quality time stuff together. Um, so when we're, we're, we're there, there's, there's no television, there's no iPhone, you know, it's, it's talking together, sharing, um, playing, um, being silly, um, cuddling, like um, really connecting. So that helps, you know, seeing Rocco be sm- that smiling, happy face um, really helps take off the guilt. And also when there are times I do feel guilty, there's no doubt about it, a, you know, a lot. And but then I also have to remember I'm actually leading by example. Like Rocco's got, you know, it's good for Rocco to see a parent working hard and being passionate about something and, and you know, giving back, you know. And, and I tr- like I take him into the office, I let him see what I'm doing and, he, you know, he, he's starting to understand what, sugar mama is and um and you know he sees tv or sees me on the tv or you know in a a video and he gets it he knows exactly what's going on and he's um some of his teachers at daycare know what i do so um it's i just try and it it is it's a juggling act and it is a struggle to juggle as um georgie bay from the grace tales says but um i just try and make that time really count and and really be present in those moments you know, that those cuddles, like, really embrace them um, and and just be there for him whenever he needs me. But it is it is definitely hard. And you, you spoke there, too, about, like, not having the, the TV and the iPhones and, and things like that. Well, obviously, a very deliberate thing that you've done. Mm. Were there any, any things that you did to eliminate that or was it simply you just don't turn the TV on and you, and you put the phone in the top drawer? Um, TV's just not on. Like it's yeah. um, there. There are there occasionally. Um, there'll be maybe once a fortnight. There'll be a phone call that I have to take from a client, and 
it, I need like 10 minutes to speak in silence to the client so that he'll, you know, if I, if I emergency, yeah. he'll get it, but he knows that it, it and if I have to do that, and it, it really is rare, but when I do that, I say, I'm making this phone call. The moment I'm off this phone call, that is coming mm. straight off. And it, he knows it's a treat. And he's like, okay, I promise I'll come off. And you know what? I mean, he, he's good. He does say, okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm back. That's off. And he mm. does, you know, I'm not like whinge, but then he does turn it off and hand it back. And But then it's a distraction. If, if the moment he tries to like say, oh, but I want it back, I'm like, I immediately distract him with something. I'm like, hey, do you know what happened today? You wouldn't believe it. And I'll, I'll distract him with something exciting to share with him or tell him. Or I'll say, hey, let's go get the coloring books out. Or, you know, let's go play snakes and ladders. And immediately he's like, yep, okay, mm-hmm. great. Forgotten about the iPhone, completely forgotten. Um, or, the, or the television. You know, so, yeah, I really, distracting really helps. And um, it really, it really and he, it, it, he, he loves it. It sounds like you, you're, you don't try to do both things at once you're either doing work or you're doing mum yeah i have in the past tried to multitask it's a disaster and you know what i end up feeling that's when i feel the, the most guilty because yeah. i'm putting in a half-assed effort to both yeah parties and it's not that's not for anyone so i've had to really realize that and i have to consciously go you know what i'm now home i'm not going near my laptop i'm not going near my phone i'm here uh, you know, to be present with Rocco and and um, to make a meal together, to sit down, to talk, to laugh, be silly, to do place, you know, cards or snap or you know, um, it it, and then that's what I'm saying that it does the the guilt is gone, and then you can go out to, to work for the day because you're like, no, we had a great night last night playing, and you know, he's happy to be dropped off to daycare today and. You know, and seeing him smile, seeing his confidence build, his personality flourish. Like I'm like, okay, all right, I'm all, I'm doing it. I'm doing a, a good enough job here. And what what are the things that you've learned about yourself being a mother? Um, uh, patience. <laughs> <laughs> um, the importance of being present. Like, mm. you know, when I do say to Rocco, let's play um, snakes and ladders. Like, he will much prefer to do a bonding exercise with me. Than, than be alone looking at a screen. You know, that's that's great for me to sort of realise that I am, you know, I, that is the right thing to play snakes and ladders rather than hand of something. Um, learn about, like, just slowing down. Like, I'm, you know, we rush from one thing to the next. Like, you know what, take, minimise the life, like make a simplistic lifestyle. Like, don't try and, like, clog your itinerary with so many activities and play dates and you know slow down like enjoy going for a slow walk to the park or enjoy eating a meal don't like stop rushing and um i think kids really benefit well i know that rocco really benefits when we just stop and just take it easy and you know um take out like the manicness of you know and this stress that comes from you know creating too many responsibilities for ourselves and you mentioned before that you know Rocco's starting to, you know, he's four and a half now. He's starting to kind of understand what you're doing with Sugar Mama TV. Are, mm-hmm. are there ways that you're teaching, you know, the things you're teaching, teaching Rocco about money at this early age? Absolutely. Like, I, I think there's such a huge responsibility to teach kids and teach kids from a very early age about monies. It doesn't come out of the magic wall, mm-hmm. um, as some kids like to think. You know, there is – you have to work for money. You have to go through the um, – you know, I'm really big on delayed gratification, learning to save up for things. 
you know, having a little money box where they, they earn some pocket money and they get to put it in the money box and they get to count it up and look at it and see it grow slowly and understand how many chores they have to do before they can go and buy that one toy. You know, like, and this is what our problem is as adults. You know, we when you look at, say, you're buying something for, say, $500, you think, well, I've got to work a whole day or two days to go and buy that thing, that $500 item. It will take me 10 minutes to buy. Like, understanding how much time you have to invest in working to pay mm. for things. So, and, um, you know, getting Rocco to understand about, and this is the one, the big thing is with so much, you know, advertising and you know him seeing his friends with certain toys is quality over quantity you know i sometimes we get caught in the trap of buying these um cheap toys and a week later they're broken and it's not only bad you know a waste of money financially but also it's so bad for the environment Mm. teaching kids okay well all right this toy costs that little bit more but look how much better it's made and um look how much longer it's going to last you and um you know, trying to explain that to kids as well. And um, I'm all about uh, the gift of exp- of experiences. So Santa's giving Rocco, I mean, he will get, he's got some presents of things that he needs, but he's getting karate lessons oh, cool. and swimming lessons for, for Christmas from Santa. That um, is really cool. So, you know, yeah, I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be so, especially the karate, like mm-hmm. some mindfulness and, um, you know, something different. So, you know, and that would be great because we'll go to karate together. I'll sit there and watch him, and, and I think he'll love it. So, Oh, beautiful. That's lovely, Kanna. And, um, well, one final question here for you, Kanna, and you have answered this one before, but our, our um, days sometimes change. But could you please describe your perfect day? <laughs> um, I'm a bit of a, a creature of habit, so I, I crave consistency. Um, a perfect day for me would be staying at my um, partner's place um, with Rocco and the dogs, wake up at 5am, quick meditation, um, headphones on, motivational talk, run, um, down to the beach, um, a mini workout there, jump into the ocean, um, doesn't matter how cold it is, and just float around for five minutes, and then breakfast, um, on the balcony at my um, with Tom and Rocco and the dogs, and then just beach quality time with the dogs, Tom and Rocco, um, for the rest of the day. Like that to me is out and about by the ocean, um, healthy, fresh produce and quality time. That's that my absolute perfect and happy days day if I could create it. Mm. Done. I've been I've been yeah. I've been actually getting down to. Um, Newcastle Beach doing some training at, at around 5.18 in the morning with, oh, with, wow. with a beautiful group of, of, of people. Um, and just watching mm. the sunrise over the ocean in summertime and you, you, you're being mm. fit and active, you're outdoors, it's the best way to start a morning. I absolutely love it. It's And even if you can just do it one day per week, and I'm really big on Monday, the power of Monday, you set the tone for not just the rest of the day, but the rest of the week. And if you've done those things, invested that time, I mean, getting up early and, you know, seeing taking a time to look at nature and, and, you know, before anyone else is up and anyone else can distract you or disturb you, it means you can then take your foot off the gas a little bit towards the end of the week and, mm-hmm. you know, not be quite so sort of routine driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah, really big on 
Mondays and really big on you know, a, a morning ritual. And you spoke there of um, listening to motivational talks whilst you go on your run. What, what talks do you mm. listen to? You know what? I just type in motivation um, into YouTube and the, it, it is incredible how much it's changed my attitude. Um, and it, I'll listen to a whole range of I'll listen to a different one each day. What I, and I actually what I do is I share them on the sugar on my Facebook page. When I come across one that's really good, I'll always go and share it. And God, most of them are incredible. But it, it snaps you out of that victim mentality where I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so sick of working so hard and like, you know, it's, you know, the pressure and the stress and like, you know, kind of pours me. And then I listen to that. And I'm like, stuff that. I'm working hard. Mm. I need to do this. This is what, you know, I'm, you know, this is what's required. Like stop the complaining, just do it. You know, um, you know, if I want to go places, this is what I want to do. Aim up, you know, and it, it really brings you, it brings you back into a, a really empowered, enlightened space. And you're like, you know what? And I'm not the only person working as hard. There are lots of people out there working hard. So, it's great, and I've also started listening to relationship ones as well, uh, where they talk about you know the you know the key characteristics of a, of a strong partnership and relationship, mm-hmm. and they've also been um, really inspiring as well. Oh, beautiful! Well, I'll have to um, I have to tap into some of those because I do I do love listening to to all of those things as well. Um, but Kana, thanks so yeah. much for for coming on here again today, and hopefully everyone listening is is gearing up for this new year and and that improving their financial well-being is is high on their list um but if people do want to reach out to you learn a little bit more about you what's the best way for them to do that well i recommend um going to the youtube webs uh, youtube channel sugar mama tv and then subscribing to the website because then you're on my my database and i can email you and let you know like when videos are posted um when I do, a, you know, when I write about something, when I update on where what I'm doing for the thousand dollar project, that's probably the best. And obviously, you know, Instagram as well is always um, um, helpful as well if you want to know what I'm up to and what I'm talking about. Or and I also love getting video requests. Like people will say to me, "Can you do a video on Afterpay? Can you do a video on Bitcoin?" And, you know, and I will add it to my list and tr- and get get it made as quickly as possible. So I'm all I'm I really love hearing from the community. Done. Well, I will make sure that all of those links are in the show notes at liveimmediately.com. Is there anything that I missed out on here, Kana, before we dive into this beautiful sunny day that we have here in Newcastle and Sydney? <laughs> um, no, I think we've pretty much covered everything. <laughs> Done. Well, congratulations again on the app and thank you so much for, for coming back on the podcast and thank you everybody for listening. And until next time, have fun and live immediately. That was another episode of the Live Immediately podcast with Mike Campbell. Thanks so much for listening. The original Live Immediately theme music is by the multi-talented Timothy McPhee. You can check out his music at firekites.bandcamp.com. If you enjoyed the show, had some fun, and maybe even learned something, then make sure you subscribe via iTunes. And while you're there, why not leave a rating and a review? You know it's going to make my day. Thanks for stopping by and giving me some of your time today. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, have fun and live immediately.